Welcome to Daily Shots, your daily dose of the Word of God from the Verbum Dei Catholic Missionary Family. If you Hi, this is Roel from Manila. I hope you and your family are doing well. Today's reading is from John 17, 20-26. Let me read a part of it. Lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, I pray not only for this, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they also may be in us, that the world may believe that you sent me. Father, they are your gift to me. I wish that where I am, they also may be with me, that they may see my glory that you gave me, because you love me before the foundation of the world. Like you, I regularly pray for those I love. My prayers for my wife and son are especially frequent and fervent. I pray for all sorts of major and minor life details for them, an indication that they are always close to my heart. Today's Gospel, we get a rare first and look at Jesus' prayers for us. I pray very specifically for those who will believe, and that's you and me. He opens his prayer by asking that we will be united as one, just as he and Father are one. He then expresses his desire that he would be with him and see his glory. Finally, he asks that we may be filled with love, the love of the Father. These are three beautiful requests that our Savior prayed for each one of us. Consider that still today, Jesus sits at the right hand of God the Father, continuing to intercede for us. In a world that feels hopelessly divided, I can think of no prayers more urgent or relevant than Jesus' three petitions for us. In verse 23, Jesus tells us what will happen when his prayer is finally answered. The world will see and will know that he is the Messiah. That's what Jesus does in this passage. He prayed for his disciples. He senses their anxiety, confusion, and fear, so he prays for them. He knows they can bear no more, and so he prays for them. He knows he will leave them soon, so he prays for them. And as he does, and whether or not they understand everything he says, he tells them they do not have to do everything or even understand everything. He tells them that he is there to support them, that they are not alone, and they are valued in love. Reading this passage, 
and from being hugged by Jesus. There's a sense of comfort knowing that He loves us, His arms around us, protect us, and without words, tells us He's got our back. A hug when He consenses we're afraid and confused, and our world has become a foreign and familiar place. Sometimes it's a feeling of peace, and there there should be any. Other times He hugs us to His word, speaking to a specific need we have at the moment, or hugs us to an expected blessing that came from a direction we're even facing. How much comfort can we experience from a full assurance that Jesus is praying for us? He knows what to pray for, so that we may persevere to the end. He prayed for Peter, and so Peter persevered in faith. I would like to invite you to intercede for others. Think of someone today that might need your prayer. So pray for one another. The very act of praying for someone else builds the love in your heart for that person. In prayer, you're reminded of your desire for their well-being. You're reminded of the struggles they're enduring. And overall, you're focusing on the person with the hope of benefiting them through your intercession. A theologian once said, To make intercessions for men is the most powerful and practical way in which we can express our love for them. Certainly, Jesus expressed his love for us most powerfully when he died on the cross and rose again. The fact that also interceded specifically for us and has allowed us a glimpse of those intimate private prayers is a beautiful gift of love. Glory be to the Father, the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be world without end. Amen.